This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by faith. All right, Problematics, look, I give it to you straight all the time. So last week, I was at Mar-a-Lago for the premiere of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Police State. I was excited to go to the event. And and just to give a little background uh, before we get into me being attacked by the lunatics on the MAGA side and and me discovering uh, that there were lunatics on the DeSantis side as well. I didn't know that there were lunatics on both sides, uh, but they are. They're all crazy, uh, which is why a lot of people just are not getting involved in the primary at all. So I went to Mar-a-Lago last week for the premiere of Police State, which is Dinesh D'Souza's uh, new movie. Me being whatever you want to call me, um, political commentator, influencer, social media personality, whatever, when I go to events like this, my thing right now is I want to be able to take people into the event. Like I I want the people that follow me to be able to watch a video that I produce from the event and feel like they were at Mar-a-Lago themselves. Sometimes I have to step outside of myself and realize that these are not normal experiences, okay? So everybody doesn't get to go to to Mar-a-Lago or or galas in DC or any of that other stuff. And I'll get into some of that criticism a little bit later. So my goal in going into this event was, man, how do I make this fun for the people that follow me? How do I give people kind of like something to experience as opposed to, you know, just another Instagram photo or just another photo on social media. So that was my entire intention. So I'm running around the thing and I'm getting my selfie videos and I'm getting all the footage and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm doing the the carpet and I'm doing things that you do when you're invited to the premiere of a movie as somebody that has a social media following, okay? You're there to watch the movie, and yes, it's a good movie, but you're there to work, you're there to promote, you're there to network, you're there to create content for the people that follow you, okay? So that's what I was doing. And 
you know, I, I got back a couple days later and I edited this video together and I put it all together and I put it on my Twitter and my Instagram. I had no idea the firestorm with which I would be setting off. Okay. I got crap from MAGA people. I got crap from DeSantis people. Everybody had something to say about this video. And it was actually wild to me because I 100% uh, honest to God did not, I was not looking for that kind of attention for this video. I did not expect it. It's one of those things that kind of just happened. So let's break this all down. I was actually very shocked at, uh, at, at the, all the conversation that happened on both sides of the aisle. Okay. So the MAGA crazies, and we've talked about the MAGA crazies before, and we'll just call, you know, we'll just call out Laura Loomer that that's Queen MAGA crazy, right? She's Queen MAGA maniac, MAGAniac, whatever you want to call them. So, you know, she came for me on Twitter, and I'm not going to rehash that. It just it is what it is. She said what she had to say. I said what I had to say. It is what it is. I, I really don't care because I don't take these things personally. But I was really shocked at how angry people were at me for, for being there. And I really had to dig into, and I'm going to get into the DeSantis loonies, you know, uh, a little bit in a little bit. But let's break down the MAGA people because I really had to step outside myself because I don't. this is not about me, okay? You guys have to understand that I'm not making this about me. This is not about me. This is about the different sides and what they think they have to offer and what they have to bring to the table. So I'm getting attacked by all the MAGA lunatics because they think that I was not sufficiently loyal to God Emperor Trump, and I did not kiss the ring, and I did not pledge complete and utter fealty to God Emperor Trump. Thus, I should be banned from entering the hallowed halls of Mar-a-Lago. Okay, so like literally, that, like that's what these people think. And what's interesting to me is this. After the election, which Trump lost, by the way, and I've said this a million times, I've said this, I've said this to Trump's, like, I've literally said this, I was like, Trump lost the election, I've said this a million times, okay, it, it just, it, and I'm not going to go back into uh, all of that stuff, because I've tweeted about it, and people try to use it to be like, oh, we got you, no, yeah, you got me, because I do, I do not think that he he won that election. I do not think so. Was there election interference? Yes. Did he lose? Also, yes. And there's lots of reasons why, but this is not that podcast. But anyway, so apparently the the, the hardcore MAGA people think that I shouldn't be at Mar-a-Lago for an event that had nothing to do with Trump, by the way. It was, of course, at his house. Um, and we love Mar-a-Lago. I still enjoy going to Mar-a-Lago. It's a beautiful place. And by the way, I've, I've said a million times before that I would I, I will vote for Trump should he be the nominee in 2024. I don't know how many times I have to say that. But I had to zoom out and I had to be like, man, why are these people, like in the words of Mariah Carey, like if I had a team, you know, a bigger team producing this, we would play the Mariah Carey obsessed video. Like, why are these people so obsessed with me? And I really had to think about it. And I really had to think about what it is that I represent that is making these people so crazy. And I think what it is, is really that I am somebody who, like I came into the game in 2018 and I was this non-traditional conservative, right? I was the, the black gay Republican guy, blah, blah, blah. That is what it is. I came into the game, first of all, because I was pointing out the mainstream media narratives that were basically lying about Trump. That is very factual. They still continue to do it to this day. I will always point that stuff out because that stuff is truth, right? 
And what happened at that point in time was wild. It was something that I would never have even expected. It was like being shot out of a cannon because all of a sudden, you know, I'm with these organizations and I'm and, and like Trump people people in Trump world know me and I'm and I'm meeting all of these people and then I'm invited to the White House and I was at, in the Roosevelt room with Trump for a Black History Month event and then I was in the Oval Office with him and there's photos out there on that and all of these things like I'm on private jets, you know, going to, you know, stump for Trump and doing Trump events and stuff like that. And it was all very wild. And it was this thing that kind of just happened, right? And so, like, I'm riding the wave. I'm doing whatever. Obviously, Trump didn't win. And a lot of people kind of had to figure some things out in terms of what their, you know, online personality is going to be. And the reason that I bring this up, and this is why I think some of the lunatics hate me so much, is because I had this experience, okay, that they're all trying to have. This experience that they will never, ever have, by the way. They're, they're not going to have that, okay? Because even if Trump does get elected um, and, and goes back into the White House, you know, the people that are around there, like the MAGA crazies or whatever, like they're not going to – they think that they're going to be there, but they are absolutely not going to be there. Because should he get the White House again, there's going to have to be less crazy people around, Okay. And so I think that these people are mad at me because I've already had that experience. Like, I've done it. I've been on the private jets. I was in the Oval Office. I was in the Roosevelt Room. Like, I was in the White House when Trump was president. It was a wild era, okay? I, like, there's a lot going on in that era that I'm still to this day trying to process. Um, but I also never had to humiliate myself to, to be there. Uh, I never had to lie to people to be there. I never had to be some sort of attack dog online or, or in the mainstream media to be there. Uh, it kind of just happened because that's where my voice was going at the time. And I think the thing that drives these people absolutely insane uh, is that I've already been somewhere that they're trying to go um, in places that in some way they will never, ever be, right? And so that's why they went so crazy to me because I – have not had to debase myself. Like I've not had to humiliate myself. I've not had to like kiss the ring or, or kiss the toes or do whatever it is that they're trying to do um, to be accepted in the MAGA world. Like I've never had to do this, okay? Because I have this little thing called talent and skills. And generally when you have talent and skills, uh, you generally rely on those to gain influence and to be close to influence and to make money, right? And so I've always always depended on those things, right? I never wanted anything about me to be too tied to any entity, right? Because what remains is me. What remains is my, my talent, my skill set, uh, the things that I bring to the table. So that's pretty much why the MAGA lunatics were, were infuriated with me. Now the DeSantis people, now that was something that, uh, that, that shocked me. That was surprising to me. And it was surprising to me because you know, I have not endorsed in the in the primary. I do not intend to endorse in the primary. I intend to just let the process play out the way it plays out. I call the balls and the strikes. You know, the the the, the Trump team messes up sometimes. The DeSantis team messes up a lot. The party's going to choose who the party's going to choose. Like the party will nominate who it wants to nominate. But the DeSantis people, it, it's very interesting to me because their criticism was. Look at all of these out-of-touch cocktail party elitists, you know, 
uh, dining and partying at Mar-a-Lago while people suffer in the streets, you know, while, while people's, while the gas is higher and uh, the groceries are more expensive and all these things that we know are happening in the world are happening right now. That was their argument that these Trump people are out of tail, uh, out of touch cocktail party elitists, right? That's what the, what the DeSantis people, you know, had to say about all of this stuff. And to them, I'm like, I, 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 excuse me, like, I'm sorry. Um, are, are we in the same, like, do we live in the same universe? Do you guys not know what DC is? Uh, do you guys not, uh, think that your boss, that your daddy is cozying up to billionaires? You don't think that your daddy is going to, uh, fundraisers in the Hamptons, uh, of which I, I absolutely know have happened private fundraisers that the, that the Santas has done in the Hamptons, right? That he's not schmoozing with people that have 5, 10, 20 million, 100 million, uh, 200 million plus net worth. Like, what do you think that DC exactly is? All right. You can go ahead and fight the good fight on Twitter if you want to. You can go ahead and say, well, DeSantis is a return to normalcy and all those Trump people are just out of touch cocktail party elitists. I'm not entirely sure what you guys think the Republican Party is, and I'm not entirely sure uh, who you think uh, your daddy uh, is in the Hamptons cozying up to, uh, but it sure as hell uh, ain't the grassroots. All right. So let's keep it all the way real. And then the the other annoying thing about how the DeSantis people were criticizing me in this moment is that they want to be, and I've said this on Twitter, I've said this before, these people want to pretend that they're so above everything that's going on. Oh, you're so above the cocktail parties and you're so above the elitism and you're so above the cozying up to money. And you know, you're so above all of these little quote unquote influencer people who are at least try the, the MAGA influencer people who are at least trying to do something new and fun and fresh and interesting and creative on social media. Oh, you are so above them. Okay. And then Pushaw makes this tweet that says, well, I just wanted everybody to know that, um, you know, politics doesn't influence culture, culture influences politics, and there's nobody on the conservative side that is creating culture. They're not creating anything. And I said, okay, well, you know, anybody that's been doing anything interesting or at least attempting to for the past couple of years, you know, just want to, you might as well just stop because the, the meatball mafia is going to take over the White House and we had better stop doing everything and anything creative until they take over the White House. Okay, Give me a break. Give me a break. All right. So it was just very interesting to see that side of the DeSantis people come out that we're the serious people. You know, they're the out of touch cocktail party elitists. They're the grifters. And by the way, can we just like retire the use of the word grifter on social media? Like, can we just like, can I just mute that word on X? Can Elon ban it? Because I am so sick and tired of people who have found any way to monetize a social media following or any way to monetize a career in digital media or political commentary, whatever you want to call it, and who have managed to create a visible brand or, or some sort of fame or some sort of notoriety at some point. I am so sick to death of those people calling them grifters because it's, it's not grifting. It's... 
making money based on skills and talents, okay? And I don't even, there's people that I think that are literally like, the, like these people are going to disappear. Uh, like these people would literally disappear if if Trump was not to happen. That's, you know, that's a, a part of their desperation as well to, to make that happen or to, to really go so hard against people that are not deemed sufficiently loyal enough. Um, there are people who whose platforms truly will disappear. Like they they truly will disappear. But the idea that somebody is grifting because they're making money off of digital media or social media, like to me, um, is a joke. It is a hundred percent of a joke. So I was very in. I was very surprised at the level of vitriol that came from the DeSantis people. Because honestly, to tell you the truth, I thought that they were um less angry and less bitter. But in actuality. They're as angry and bitter as the hardcore MAGA people, uh, just in a completely different way. And I think in a way that's kind of like less fun and less interesting because it's like at least the angry, bitter MAGA people are like funny sometimes. Um, the angry, bitter DeSantis people are just like, I don't know, just like curdled milk. It's just like it's not even interesting. It's not even like funny enough to be interesting it's literally just boring like it bores me more than anything else they are bo they are boring is what they are at least some of the freak shows uh, on the maga side are good for a chuckle all right the desantis people are just boring all right so i, I remain shocked at how this uh this video that i made from a lark just caused so much of a reaction into me and, and to wrap this thing up, you know, for, for, for somebody that's such an irrelevant grifter for somebody who nobody knows who they are for, you know, somebody who is, who is untalented for somebody who's uh, desperate uh, for somebody who's thirsty um, for somebody uh, who has no skills and, and, and for somebody who nobody takes seriously, man, it does really seem like, I seem to trigger the hell out of two very different groups of people last week. And when you trigger people that much, you know, man, some people may say that you may be hitting the target. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.